Okay. Yay. Okay. I think it's working. Cool. Better okay. sound. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Welcome to Mr. Reticle, where we take a theoretical approach to solving mysteries. So what doesn't grow dies, and what dies grows the tarmogoyf. And join us for this week's Mr. Reticle, the murders of Michael Johnston and Rochelle Robinson. I'm JP. And I'm Lynn, and I have a lot of questions. (laughs) I'm sure you do. But trust me when I say, I don't even know what I just said. (laughs) A a tarmogoyf? A tarmogoyf. Tarm, is that a worm? A plant. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's not a worm. It's not a plant. Um, is it something it's... in between? <laughs> uh, so we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have any housekeeping before we do get there? I do actually have a bunch of housekeeping. <laughs> Make it happen. So, in the last episode, I said that the Pied Piper and Peter Pan are the same. And they're not. Well, like, in certain yeah, things, they are. <laughs> so, I got it all backwards. The god, Peter Pan is based off the god Pan, like the Greek god, who is the Greek god of the wild shepherds and flocks and is friends with nymphs. Friends, or, you know, they're Greek, so it was more than friends. Um, there are similarities with Pan and Peter Pan, including the flute, like, or the Pan pipes that he plays. But uh-huh. the God Pan is the one that's usually depicted as like a, a satyr or like a fawn, like half goat. Uh-huh. And it's in like a lot of like children's literature. So like Mr. Tumnus and Narnia is based off of mm-hmm. the God Pan and whatever. And the goat in Pan's Labyrinth obviously is Pan because it's his thing. Yeah. Anyway. The Pied Piper is Peter Pan in the show Once Upon a Time. Spoiler alert. It came out years ago. Uh-huh. And in like a really old cartoon um, where they kind of like made them the same person. But it's not like necessarily based on the Pied Piper. I watched that show Once Upon a Time. Um, I did for, for a, a little while. bit. And there's like this one part where um, sleeping, no, no, Snow White, like it's, it's a flashback to Snow White. And I guess she's at like her parents' funeral or whatever. And she's wearing like this gorgeous black dress. And I took a picture of it and sent it to David and told him that's what I'm wearing at his funeral. <laughs> yes. I will help you make that happen. I will learn to sew so that you can wear that dress at the funeral. I love their costume person was like gold. I like, know. They had on great, point. They had great costumes in that show. They did. The they first, did. It was a pretty good show. The first I just couple like seasons, faded out of it. The first couple seasons were really good, and then it and then it just, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I also said that Reginald Cruz Wilkins, the guy that was like looking for the treasure, was born in seventeen thirty seven, and I meant nineteen thirty seven. Oh whoops! So that was just my discalculate, but that's it. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. Nothing on my end. Nope. Perfection as always. Perfection as always. So, let's get into these this double murder, I guess you could say. I'm excited. So we'll start out with our our um, 
two victims, Michael Johnston. He was 25 years old. Um, he was married. I will talk about his wife a little bit later. Um, he's the father of two kiddos. I don't know um, anything else about them. Okay. I know that he lived in Tacoma, Washington, though. Okay. Victim number number two is Rochelle Robinson. She's 19 years old. She worked at a fast food restaurant and just recently graduated high school, um, oh, like a year earlier, but still, um, yeah, she was still really young, and she was studying to be a teacher. Aww. So we're going back to the 90s. Uh, Sunday, June 26th, 1994. Um, Michael and Rochelle were part of, like, this friends group. Mm-hmm. And they gathered that evening to play Magic the Gathering, which is where the term of the, goif came from. It's the epitome of the 90s, I feel. Do people still play yeah. that? I see the cards, like, for sale sometimes. Yeah, I still do, too. And they have, like, a digital game now, too. Oh. So they were playing Magic the Gathering with a group of friends. It, it, For those who don't know what Magic is, it's a tabletop and digital collectible card game. It was released in 1993, um, and it was one of the first trading card games where you could battle other players and cast spells using artifacts and summoning creatures, etc. I preferred Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't play any of them. Um. <laughs> I didn't either. I just had a lot of Pokemon cards. I just couldn't keep up with it all, so I was like, oh, no, no, no. So they, you know, gathered with their friends. They left around 11.30 uh, p.m. that evening. Gathered with their friends. I see what you They gathered there. with their friends. Um, <laughs> left at 11.30 that evening. They had ridden together, so they um, left in the same car and everything. June uh, 27th, 1994. So this is um, early, early, early the next morning at 4.45 a.m., Uh, Michael was found dead near Rochelle's 1988 gray Mazda. Michael's car was, as I said, parked near Rochelle's place in Spanaway, Washington, um, which isn't too far away. Mm -hmm. They suggested that, um, this suggested that they met on her place and drove to the hangout together. He was found on a quiet, wooded road near a popular shooting range, Tacoma Sportsman's Club. Michael had been shot in the head at point-blank range, and his throat was cut open. He was found by a woman leaving the club after spending the night on uh, the campground that they had there. So I guess like it was a shooting range slash campground slash like like a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At 5 p.m. that evening, Rochelle was found five miles away on a remote road. She had her throat slashed and was stabbed several times. Rochelle was wearing Michael's T-shirt inside out. Her body had been partially covered by a large cardboard box, likely belonging to the killer. And I'm going to post a picture of the box, and I'll talk about it a little bit later. I thought you were going to say of the body, and I was like, that's a lot, JP. I don't think we can post that. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, uh, Just the box. Okay. Because, like, we'll talk about it whenever we get to the investigation, which is now. (laughs) So that's, like, pretty much all that I know about the crime scene. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll get into, like, the likely scenarios in just a moment. Oh, wait. No. No, I'm going to do it now. Okay. okay. So <laughs> <laughs> the way the night played out, according to police. So there's a couple versions running around about, about like, how the night went. Mm-hmm. This is the police version. So the lie. Correct. Well, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. So it's... We'll get to the we'll get to the BS one yeah. in a little bit. Let's oh. just say that. Oh, there is okay. one. That's fun. so. 
The two left the party, um, according to police, and pulled over to a secluded, secluded area near the sportsman's club around 1 a.m. They were involved in a romantic encounter. The killer found the couple while they were, um, you know. Canoodling. Canoodling. <laughs> and they were forced to dress hastily. Uh, hence the inside out shirt. the guy was um, married. I know. Mm. Hence the inside out shirt that mm. Rochelle was wearing. That was honestly my first thought. And I was like, no, he was yeah. married. I know. That was my first thought too. Okay. But Michael was handcuffed by the killer and forced to kneel in front of Rochelle's car. This is according to forensic evidence. So perhaps there were stones in his knees or something like that. Um, or, or just right. debris from when he knelt down. Right. He was then shot so the killer could take Rochelle. She apparently had knife pricks on her throat, indicating that she was held at knife point. So they probably either had a gun and were forcing him to get out of the car and kneel down, or they took her and said, you know, we're going to kill her if you don't listen yeah. to us, or I'm going to kill her if you don't listen to us. Police believed that they were murdered because they were having an affair um, and that Michael wasn't the actual target Rochelle was. Mm. And at this point, point in her life Rochelle was single I don't think that she was seeing anyone um, however a friend of Mich- of Rochelle's Kevin McMitchell uh, came forward and said that Rochelle was likely being stalked by someone that she had you know complained that she was being stalked oh, by someone no not a st- stalkers never end well no and yet police do not nothing nope not a thing so now we are into theories, and I know it was kind of quick to jump into theories, but the theory section is a bit long. Okay. Uh, we have quite a few suspects that we can go through and things that we're going to talk about. Got it. So um, theory number one is the stalker. So no one knew who he was, but this man had come into her work about three or four months before the murders happened. Mm-hmm. Rochelle told this friend, um, uh, Kevin, that she had lunch with the man that came in, once and after that he wouldn't leave her alone mm-hmm. so it was likely like a pity lunch where she f- felt, you know, felt obligated yeah yeah she also said that he had followed her home several times and came into her work several times and just stared at her like didn't do anything just stared at her the man was described as white 25 to 30 years old in 1994 um, he's 5'10 and 170 pounds he had brown blonde hair and he had acne he walked with a slouch and uh, could have worked for a glass company. And I don't know how they came, like, to all, like, oh, did he work for a glass company and stuff? But Maybe um, she mentioned it to somebody. That was just, yeah, that was just in the police profile. I feel, so, it just makes me mad because I've had, in high school, I, like, worked, like, a, it was, like, a behind-the-counter serving job. But it was, like, there's yeah. so many creepy men Mm-hmm. that hang around i don't know it just sucks oh yeah because you can't like get away like you're working like there's no yeah it's horrible anyway i know and it sucks because this is the 90s and so it's not very like if women fought back in the 90s you know they were just considered uh, they were just written off yeah and you know it wasn't really like culturally friendly for a woman to say no or right. anything like that. So right. that was like a whole new idea in 1994. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So 
Um, that's like theory number one, which we will kind of circle back to. Okay, good. Um, theory number two is Michael's wife, Janet. Obviously, you know, the spouse always does it. Motive. Always go to the spouse first. Right. Especially when there's an affair involved. Um, yeah. So Michael's wife, Janet, kind of picked up on that and knew, oh, okay, I'm probably the, like the prime suspect right now. She probably watches Forensic um, Files and she was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So she hired a PI, uh, Jim Wright, to okay. prove that she wasn't involved, right? Okay. So Jim is the PI. He wanted to make sure that she wasn't involved at all. She allegedly had no clue that Rochelle and Michael were seeing each other, and she wasn't aware if he was going to leave her at the end of the affair, end of the affair, or um, or leave her or end the affair. Got it. So she didn't like know where this was going, um, right? And it kind of took her by surprise whenever she learned about it. As it normally, so Janet, that's normal. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing is that Janet and Michael had large life insurance policies out for each other. However. Like they were each other's benefic- benefactor. Yeah. Whatever the word is. Yeah. And beneficiary. That's really interesting. And they were large, like nor- larger than Oh, no, normal. wait. This is the husband and wife. I was thinking you were saying right. him and the girl. And I was like, that's no. real weird. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Really that makes weird. a little more sense. Okay. Okay. So. Um, I love a good life insurance policy murder. Uh-huh. Because that, that's another point against Janet, right? Mm-hmm. But Janet admitted to the, like, that the policies were at her insistence even. Like, she came out and said, yep, I, I made him get these policies. But... But did they have them for a while? Yeah. Okay. No. This was recent. This is new. Oh. Well, not, like, super new or anything. I don't know how old they like were. It wasn't, like, that but... day. Or it was, like... Right. You know, like a month old or, or something. Or that month. Yeah. It was probably like maybe six to months to a year. It was it it was something that was there. Because um, they're like uh, a good, they're a good thing to have. Like it makes sense right. why you would get one. It's just, yeah. Yep. Anyway, continue. So it was because she was worried that Michael wouldn't be able to take care of the kids if she passed away. Mm. So if something happened to her. Yeah. Um. So that's why she got the life insurance policies. Jim found no evidence that she was involved, and police cleared her after she passed a polygraph test, um, which I probably would never even taken one. Um, yeah. But that's okay. But maybe it, she it, just didn't want to it look... It helped rule her out. She so. didn't want to look guilty. Yeah. I don't blame her. Jim learned that Michael loved the world of fantasy games, obviously, uh, black magic, and the occult. But this is the 90s, so anything magical at this point was considered black magic Yeah, if it wasn't Christian or if it wasn't, yeah. you know, pure and stuff like that. It was also in the time of uh, cult mania in the 90s with the West Memphis Three. Um, like, the Bushes had a lot to do with uh, uh, raising the alarm there. Shocker. So Jim said that Michael could have been murdered due to his involvement in fantasy games, Black Magic, and the Occult. Why do they so, always spin it that way? The second they're like, oh, he's into this, it, he worshipped Satan. You're like, that's a lot. Right. Right. And so, like, part a of lot. this cult, like, part of his cult members helped, like, or murdered him and Rochelle. I don't know. Anyway. Yes. 
Jim turned to a psychic and at her request didn't tell her anything about the murders. Her name was Nancy Meyer, and she had investigated over 300 criminal cases and gave vital information to help solve 80% of them. Mm -hmm. He brought her to the road where Michael was murdered, and she was uh, immediately inundated with visions. She claimed that three people were involved in the murders and that they were connected to the fantasy games slash occult. They accused Michael of violating some kind of regulations, almost like... um, like a culty situation where he uh, did something wrong or maybe he told somebody something he wasn't supposed to or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe even the affair was outside of the cult rules or something. Yeah. So I don't know why you don't just kick him out. But anyway. Or why people don't just divorce their subs- their spouses. They right. choose murder instead. Stop it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> just kick them out. Just um, divorce them. It's not that hard. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, it is. Yeah. It is hard, but I get it. Like, don't. Yeah, but you trying to cover, you trying to cover something carry up that like with that you. is. Yeah. 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 So they, so uh, she claims that the killer and two accomplices found the lovers uh, in the car and stabbed Rochelle. They then drove Michael to the sportsman's club where they killed him. Sorry, whose version she is said, this? This is the wife's. The psychic. Oh, the psychic's version. Uh, they then drove Michael to the sportsman's club where they killed him. She also said that a dragon, a dragon, uh, a dragon medallion was involved somehow. Okay. Nancy was able to draw three composite schedules, sketches of the alleged killers, and I will share those with you. Yes. Yeah. Um, or on Instagram. That's, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> So (laughs) that's kind of like theory number three ish. Yeah. You know, Um, like the psychics version, the psychics version, which I kind of rule out as BS. Yes, she did help a lot of cases. And there was one in particular. I forget the name of the case, but apparently like she did a lot to help with that one. And and, and it led to led to the uh, arrest of the suspect. Um, So I don't know. I feel like she you just have to been take a good... it with a grain of salt because it's like if she points you in a direction and you follow it and it starts to make sense and you start to like see it, then that makes sense to me. It's not just like they arrested them outright. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that exactly. they're like, oh, this um, psychic said it was you, so we're going to arrest you. It's like that's not enough. But if she's like. I have a feeling it's this type of person and then they find a person that fits the profile and then was there or like whatever, then it makes total sense. Why not use their advice? Yep. So. Uh, so my next theory is one that I came up with. Uh, yes. Maybe a rando person. A rando. It's, <laughs> not an alien. It's near sh- not the sea. No, not an not, alien. Not, not the mafia. This one. <laughs> it's uh, near the shooting range and on like these remote roads. So who's to say there wasn't some weirdo in the middle of the night on the shooting range who was super into guns in a sadistic way. Mm-hmm. He saw the two going at it and like they're in a vulnerable state, you know? So yeah. he just realizes he can easily take them over, live out his fantasy, so to speak, and uh, ends up murdering them both. Yeah. As far as I know, there was no sexual assault on Rochelle or any attempt to one. I don't know if that's true or not. They like the police are probably hiding a lot of like Details. the main facts of the case. Yeah. Um, but if that is true that there was no sexual assault or anything then 
I mean, maybe he just was there to kill, By you know? happenstance, yeah. Yeah, this is Washington in the 90s, so... Washington um, at any with, time. <laughs> yeah. Is there which, other murders, like, similar or, like, you know what I mean? We're going to get to oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Okay. Police believe that Rochelle's friends were involved and that it had nothing to do with the occult. They think the key to solving the case is the cardboard box that was on Rochelle's body. The box was used to hold high-grade paper, and it was used by professional printers. Mm. Um, They are convinced that the killer brought it to the site, and the box was likely with the killer either in their home or vehicle for several years. Okay, so it was old. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. So So it's got to have DNA on it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're narrowing it down to like, okay, who works in an office? Who works with this particular... Who works for a printer? Yeah. Exactly. But that does rule out the glass guy, potentially. Correct. If we're going off of just that. Yeah. Could it have been a serial killer? Um, Gary Ridgway was arrested in 2001. He normally targeted prostitutes. He was um, arrested in 2001? Why do I feel like he was 80s? <laughs> I know, Sorry. Uh, because he was killing since the 80s, <laughs> uh-huh. and then I think that he was finally found and arrested in 2001. Got it. Um, so that was just like one active serial killer in that area. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about similar murders. Stephen Harkins and Ruth Cooper were murdered nine years earlier in a similar incident. They were also lovers about 15 years apart. Stephen was 27 and Ruth was 42. They worked um, at a Votech school together in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. On August 10th, 1985, they were at a wedding reception and then went camping. Stephen was shot to death in his sleeping bag. Their dog was also shot to death nearby. Two months later, Ruth's body was found uh, near a dead-end road one and a half miles away. She had been mm-hmm. decapitated and her head was 50 feet away. Ugh. She was shot in the abdomen and a tube sock was tied around her neck. Mm. Years before that murder, there was a murder of Diana Roberts Robertson and her missing boyfriend, Mike Reimer, um, which happened in the same woods. Okay. Their daughter was found alone at a department store uh, after they went to go find a Christmas tree in the woods. The daughter said, Mommy is in the trees whenever she was questioned by authorities. They did um, some searching, and Diana was found deep in the forest two months later, stabbed to death. Ugh. On Mike's truck, there were blood stains, and then in the front seat, there was a note that said, I love you, Diana. His mother claimed that it could be his writing, but she wasn't certain. Right. Police believe these two cases are linked. They originally thought Mike was the killer, but his skull was found a mile from where Diana was found in March 2011. Mm. There's one other similar case, and that's Jay Cook and Tanya Van Koylenborg in 1987 mm-hmm. there's another one robert and dagmar linton in 1986 and then another one kim levine and edward smith in 1985 oh my god kim and ed's yeah kim and ed's case was solved in 1989 when a finger fingerprint um matched to billy ray ballard does that sound familiar i think that he was a serial killer as well mm. From upstate the Pacific Northwest, who there's so many, <laughs> as you can yeah. see by all the ones you just listed. Oh my God. Yeah. 
So it could have been a serial killer. Yeah. And then my last theory is maybe he was having another affair. And that woman or man Mm -hmm. was jealous of Rochelle and ended up like just killing the couple. Yeah. I could see that too. Uh, so in 1994, uh, Rochelle and Michael's families put together a $15,000 reward. Janet, the wife, mm-hmm. um, appeared on a talk show where Sylvia Brown offered her bullshit advice. She told Janet that the killings were a crime of passion committed by someone who believed that they were linked to Rochelle. No shit, Sylvia. She probably saw it in the news. Yeah. She named Paul L.P. as the suspect. Who is that? No one knows. She probably just made it up. <laughs> um, do you, my, I think that it's a stalking case. Honestly. Yeah. It was very big in the 90s. Stalking was. Um, there's a whole bunch of other murders that we've covered that have like stalkers. from the 90s or that we haven't covered that have stalkers, you know? Yeah. Where it was likely that stalker that was like the murderer. Yeah. I I agree. I think it would be a stalker. I don't think it was the wife. I don't think it was the wife. I don't think it had anything to do with Magic the Gathering. I don't no, think it it's anything not to do the cult. No, not <laughs> at the, all. With the occult. Not even a little bit. That's just the end of satanic panic, like still trickling through everybody. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, unsolved. It's I it's Satan. rarely Satan did I it. rarely think murders are the occult ever yeah i know there are some but i rarely am like yep <laughs> that's what it was like i'd never yeah like there was the santeria murders in i think it was brownsville texas and uh, across the border in mexico yeah oh yeah there's definitely real ones but that one is not because it's also like it wasn't ritualistic in any way you know what i mean like it wasn't i don't know right yeah, I think it was um, the stalker or a, a rando. Yeah. Or a serial killer. I agree. Yep. Do you have any uh, any last thoughts? Uh, aliens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. it is still likely theory. It's 90s, possible. Washington. But not likely. I think it's possible. I don't rule it out. <laughs> never rule out aliens. <laughs> ever. Never, never. Yeah, I think it's. I'm pretty. I'm leaning pretty hard towards stalker. I want to know where yeah. they got the glass thing. Yeah. Um. I have no idea. Like maybe there's glass particles or something like that. But or maybe it was something that Rochelle revealed before her death. But then if the. It could be particles, okay, because if you watch Forensic Files, they can narrow that stuff down, even back then, in the 90s. Yeah. And then the other thing, though, is the psychic's version, if she's right and it was three people. I do think it was likely it could have been more than one person, especially. Yeah. But I don't know, like, because they unless shot they grabbed her, and... if they had her by the neck and were holding her and being like, "I'll kill her if you don't listen to me," and then he dropped to his knees. 
because he was told to. And then they slashed his throat and then yeah. shot him and got Rochelle in, the, in their car and yeah. drove her off. It could be possible with one person. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Kind of makes me think of Texarkana because it's like all the things you named were all couples. Right. Interesting. If you or someone you know has any information on the murders of Rochelle or Michael, please call the Tacoma Pierce County Crime Stoppers at 253-591-5959. Or if you want to share your theories, please feel free to email us at mrreticle at gmail.com. Follow us at Mr. Reticle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts and tell all your friends. Don't play with strangers. And don't trust your government. And don't trust your friends that play Magic the Gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was good. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one on Unsolved Mysteries, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a good one. Because whenever, like, the twist came out that they were lovers, I was like, shut up.